Yes, yes, live, back in action, time to get it cracking and make it happen as we're rapping about the NFL as we yell from heaven to hell, football is back and all is well. Welcome back for another Wednesday night edition of the 33 Podcast presented by the Sports Column and brought to you by Reebok. We got a lot of NFL action as we always do and always will now for here until after Super Bowl and even then some, it's all NFL People are, you know, again, like that. Like that. Should be a lot of fun. Nikki, great to see you. I missed you guys last week. D, I'll get to you in a second. But Nikki, how is everything? How you feeling? What's good in the world? What is good in the world? Hold on, sending a show to mom and dad because you know they got to jump in. Of um, no, I know we missed you. So I got to see and it's wonderfully stunning beautiful wife and mm. anybody wants to know what d is really like in real life i am telling you right now he is bomb he is exactly the way he is that you see him on the show first of all but he is really just exactly what i thought he would be so one of the coolest people i've ever met oh i love it i love it and i have no doubt i have no doubt that kills it even more for me missing a man i really <laughs> God, but it was great. I think send me the picture. You guys look great, having good time, happy, and yeah, I missed it. D, you're tall as hell, bro. <laughs> I think Nikki's just super short. Like, I, think I, am. <laughs> I am super short. However you want to cut it. But, uh, but no, I look but great. Just like uh, Nikki said of me, she's the same. She's the same, just crazy person that you see on the, <laughs> on the podcast. She's definitely that in person as well. We had a really good time. Uh, super glad I got to meet her. So next time, it's definitely got to be all three of us. We can do an in-person show. Uh, she was yes. earlier before the show joking about Chicago, because you know I'm not trying to go there in the wintertime ever again. <laughs> I've, had to go, I've had to go there multiple times during the winter. Uh, but it was a good time. I had a great time in New York. It was cool. absolutely crazy. I don't know how you guys who live there have done that, but uh-huh. <laughs> it's absolutely nuts. But I was glad I got to meet Nikki in person and uh, well, I will be there next time. There is no doubt. And uh, yeah, definitely really missed you guys. But I got to tell you, there was no way I was going to be able to get out there. I had. It really yeah. sucks. We, we did miss you. But that, you know, that's what makes this show so great because we really, truly are the people that we are in real life. I'm yeah, telling right. you, like, firsthand, there is no, like, acting, like, exactly what you see on the show is what you will get in person. Promise. No BS. That, and I believe that to the fullest extent. Look, if I didn't fall in love with my niece over the weekend and was just holding her and watching her sleep, I, I just forget it, guys. Okay. I was Uncle Jay all the way. It was crazy. Uh, my nephew running around constantly. So, yeah, there was no way I was getting out there. And it was unfortunate because my time was so short. But, damn, it was great being with those kids, I got to tell you. A lot of fun. So, I'm glad we all had at least had a good weekend. We were all in the same area. We all had a good time. And we're going to have a good time now. My name is Jason Fearman. 
aka the sports prophet, ready to take a rocket to the NFL stars from the earth all the way to Mars. Let's do this damn thing, all right? Neighborhood News brought to you by Reebok. Live life to the boldest in the newest Reebok X Cardi B drop featuring dramatic colors and silhouettes. It brings a bold attitude to every piece from the classic leather Cardi to the apparel that comes in just about every size from infants to adults, really. Men's, women's. Head over to 33 Podcasts to get these great deals and more. That's all you got to do. Go to our website, click the link, and get the goods. All right, speaking of the goods, it's time to get into it now. We got some neighborhood news action to get into before we get into our Mount Player Player. We got knowledge with Nikki. We're going to break down the AFC West today, which should be great. I can't wait to hear what my partners over here have to say. Who's going to win that division? Uh, can't wait for them to hear what I have to say about it as well. So we're going to get into that a little bit later. But let's start out with uh, some breaking news relatively that came out yesterday. And we all kind of, you know, uh, when Julio Jones went to Tennessee last year, Nikki, you were on the front line saying, nope, 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 not going to happen. Nope, not a good thing. And really, we followed suit. Damian and I agree with you. We didn't think it was going to be some big, tremendous, bold move that was going to take Tennessee over the top. And, yeah, they did get the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, for the playoffs, but it really wasn't Julio Jones that did it. Um, so now he's going to Tampa, and it's a different song over there because he's not the number one. He's not even the number two. He's probably the three or three and a half or whatever you want to call it. So I think it fits better in Tampa Bay, and I think Julio Jones is really going to work his butt off to try to work there and make it happen and get himself a Super Bowl. Yeah. I think so. Listen, I like this fit better than Tennessee. I was so underwhelmed when he went to Tennessee because you all know how I feel about Ryan Tannehill. And I already did that rant, so I won't do it again. (laughs) But, you know, we know that I feel like he holds that offense back. So I do not think Julio Jones will be held back in Tampa Bay at all whatsoever. I do think, yeah, he's probably going to be the third, but it just doesn't even matter. Right. It doesn't matter. No, I, I, I suppose not. But, um, you know, whatever he can bring to that team, I guess, would be an extra added bonus as we say hello over here to Brad from Oakland. What's up, D? Um, yeah, I think it is a great move for them in the respect that, you know, Godwin's not going to be fully healthy right away. They're missing Gronk. There's no A.B., obviously. So they're, you know, relying upon Russell Gage, who I think is going to have a really big year. Uh, but aside from that, Mike Evans. So I do like the move. And it's not, I'm not expecting much out of Julio Jones, but I do like the move. Yeah, it's very low risk, high reward as far as sure. move. Now, as a Saints fan, I am happy to see Julio Jones back in NFC South. Uh, you know, beating on him two times a year is something that I enjoy. <laughs> so I'm looking forward, <laughs> looking forward to seeing him back in NFC South. But in all seriousness, I do think it's a good move for Tampa Bay. Just add to that repertoire of weapons they already have. And if he's healthy, which it seems like with Tom Brady, he has that luck where people come to him and next thing you know, they're healthy. They're playing <laughs> better. You know, perfect example, Randy Moss. People thought he was kind of done in right. Oakland. Comes to New England and is rejuvenated, breaking records. I'm not saying Julio Jones is going to do that. I'm not saying that for sure. But I definitely can see Julio Jones having a good year. Hopefully it doesn't happen against my Saints, but I can see him having a good year for sure. Yeah, I think he'll do all right. Look, I don't want to start throwing out predictions and numbers, but if he just goes ahead and has 700 yards and can get – in the end zone, maybe three or four times. That'll be pretty decent. What up, Courtney? You are That'll family. Be three or four times normal, more than he normally does. I know. He's not known <laughs> for the end zone. You know, it's funny. It's such an illustrious career he's had. He's only had 61 touchdowns, I think, his whole career. It's not a lot. Yeah. It really isn't a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, Julio Jones did nothing. And, 
Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys saw that today, right? Julio Jones did nothing, and D just decided to, you know, shots fired <laughs> this morning. Like, <laughs> he did nothing to you. But That's it. He joined time. Tampa Bay. That's what he did. He joined That's all Tampa he had Bay. to do. So we had to do. It was like the first things. thing I saw on my timeline this morning. I was like, wow. <laughs> He'll take his shots, but he can get it. There's no question. No question. Yeah, I know. Um, and there'll be plenty of Saints talk. We all know about that. All right. Um, another uh, deal to go through, a much bigger one. And we had been waiting on it for a while, and it did finally come to fruition. Nikki, where Kyla Murray did sign for $230.5 million just to get that extra 0.5 more than Deshaun Watson. You yeah. know, because to see who's, you know, what is bigger and everything. So Kyler Murray <laughs> won that battle. <laughs> but, um, you know, so, what? you know, we were back and forth on how great of a player we think he is. I mean, he is a great football player. He's a great quarterback because that's the position that he plays. So um, it's just, it's it's hard because I don't put him in that top tier. And I'm going to be talking to you guys about quarterback tiers in just a little bit. I want to go over that for a couple of minutes, but... I think they had to do it, Nikki, so I understand why they did it. But I think overall, I don't know if this guy could win him a Super Bowl. No. Yeah, you're with me, right? Like, no. Mm-hmm. Listen, none of us are high on Arizona or Kyler Murray. I think we know no. that. If you are new to the show, we're <laughs> all in on we call it the Gazy Soup. If you've listened to us for <laughs> two years, you know we're still not high on them. So my favorite part of the deal was, am I correct? They added – study time for him? Oh my, yes, <laughs> yes. We have so to like, talk about What's been doing. going on? Like, you just going out there and doing what we do, hoping like you get a good shot? Like, what, I mean. <laughs> it really, it's really kind of weird. I've never seen anything like that. I mean, I've even heard um, Jeff Darlington, who works for ESPN, that he's spoken to many GMs and owners and whatever, and he said he's never heard about anything like this in a contract. It's almost embarrassing, D, right? I mean, to have something like that where you have to study for four hours a, a week or a day, whatever, you know, four more hours a week. Like, he should be studying film anyway. To have that in a contract and for it to even be public, to me, is embarrassing. It's, like, disgraceful. That last part is the part I want to concentrate on. How do we know this? Why did this information get out to the public where we know it? Shouldn't So. Like, there's no way, because I'm pretty sure there's been other players, it might not have been a lot, but where they have these type of terms in their contract where teams feel like, okay, we have to push them to go that extra mile. He's not the first player who doesn't want to study film, right? Right, sure. <laughs> but for some reason, the term in his contract to make him study film extra during the week is put out. That just shows a lack of trust in the organization. Why is this information out? Who was able to leak this out to where reporters are able to put this out and show parts of the contract? The only thing we're supposed to know is the money, the guaranteed money. That part's going to come out. Yes. But individual terms on the contract that get this specific, we're not supposed to know. So no. why did this come out? So for me, it's not only embarrassing for Kyler, for but it's embarrassing organization that, the really fact that you invested over what 150 million guaranteed to somebody who have to really legally bind to study film like that's the, like I think that's the part that people are missing he's legally binded now to study <laughs> film you couldn't just trust him to do it you couldn't no. say hey we need you to be the leader of this team and study film and go out there and I was listening to a radio show that made a really good point about it it's the same offense from college that he had right with Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury so he right. never had to study the offense 
So <laughs> when it came to the offensive part, he already knew it. So it was the defensive stuff that he had to study. And obviously, because he already knew the offensive part, he's like, all right, I'm good to go. I know the plays. <laughs> so he's like, I got that part down. So he never studied for the defense to get better. And we know with quarterbacks, if they study how good they can be. Peyton Manning doesn't have the physical tools of a Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has better physical right. tools than Peyton Manning. But Peyton right. Manning, because he was so obsessed with the game, became one of the greatest of all time. And he, he definitely had a decent arm and stuff like that, but he doesn't have the physical tools of Aaron Rodgers or uh, Justin Herbert and those type of people. But because he was so dedicated to studying film and knowing what defense was going to do, he used the tools he did have to become one of the greatest. So it's not a good look on either side for me, but I'm more interested in who leaked this and why we know about it. That's right. Why? Why? Why is the question? And Brad is with us all the way. Exactly. Why is this Brad public? Brad is our new friend. Yes. Friend of the show. Absolutely. Brad in this week. So, hi, Brad. Thanks for joining. Yeah, appreciate that. Definitely love it, especially all the way from the other side of the country over there. We're closer to where Damien resides. But, D, I'm with you all the way. This is, uh, again, not even something that's not only not being in the contract, but to be public is absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous, Nikki. It is embarrassing, like like Damien said, to the organization, to himself. It, it's it, it, it's silly to put out, and that's why people cannot stop talking about it all over every sports station today. Brad, really appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. Yeah. But Nikki, your final yeah, thoughts on that before? Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, especially during a slow news time like this is the dog days of sports media, where you're like searching for content, and you guys just give this to us. Uh-huh. Yeah, you guys just give us this. This is crazy. Yeah, I would like to find out who you know who who did leak this because it is really because somebody's pissed off. It's pathetic. You're Mm -hmm. like, if you're leaking that, like, I don't know. I feel like that's malicious a little bit, right? I mean, there's some intent there. Yeah, you're yeah. For real. I mean, he just signed a five-year deal for $230.5 million. I mean, is now the time you want to do that? I mean, if ever, it's stupid. Very stupid. You know, Kyle Murray may not be a top-tier quarterback, but I'm curious where your guys' cutoff point is because they came out with this whole thing and Matt Stafford wasn't top-tier and whatever. I'm not sure if I agree with it or not, but I'm wondering, like, where your cutoff is. So I think our top four for sure, you know, it's Mahomes, Allen, Rodgers, and Brady. So I wonder, is there anybody else with them there? D, is Deshaun Watson with them there? Is Burrow, is Herbert, is Lamar Jackson? Is anybody else with those top four? Or is that where tier one ends in third and three podcast eyes? Uh, for me, that's where it ends. I, like you said, okay. four. Like when we have quarterback list, we all had those four, four different orders, but we know those four are the guys. And then That's after right. that is where you can make your arguments for the rest. But I four would be tier one for sure. Okay. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I mean, I, I love, like I said, I, when we were doing our quarterback rankings, Nikki, I think Deshaun Watson can do everything else that these guys can. But, yes, he's not a proven winner yet, and that's in large part due to the organization that he had been playing for uh, with the Houston Texans. But I would say it ends there. And then – Getting into tier two, we can talk about in a second, um, just to close it out. But do you think that's where it is? Those top four is at the Mount Rushmore or Mount Player Player, <laughs> so to speak? Yeah. I mean, I had to dig a little bit. I pulled up our article. Do you guys remember who we ranked? I sure do. I know that we all, like D said, we all had the same top four, just in a different order. Yeah. Mahomes, 
and for me and you, Jay, and D, you had Aaron Rodgers. Two, I had Aaron Rodgers. Jay, you had Josh Allen. D, yes. you have Pat Mahomes. Three, I went Josh Allen. Jay, you had Tom Brady. Damien agreed with me. And then four, that's where I put Brady. And then you guys had Rodgers, so... Right. But last year, if you remember, I did make a mistake, and that's my fault. I meant to have Rodgers ahead of Brady, which – but either or, I mean, they're that close. I mean, it's really a hair between them anyway. Yeah. So I guess that'd be where tier one ends. And just to close it out real quick, I guess the guys after I would say is Herbert, Burrow, Deshaun, Lamar, um, Russell Wilson I still consider in there. Am I missing someone or – and also, D, do you think that maybe I went one too many for that Tier 2? Matt Stafford should be in Tier 2. You know, I, I have to include him as well. Yeah. So, I guess 5 through 10 will be in. And you know, those names all sound like names that should be in there. You can make an argument for maybe a Derek Carr in there. Hmm. Uh, Watson, I'll put in there in my top 10. Uh, some yeah, people will say too. Prescott. Tier two, I think those names you mentioned. So for me, it starts with Burrow, uh, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, uh, Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Watson is my tier two. That's five. Oh, you're just cutting out a little bit, D, if you can. You're just cutting out a little bit. Come oh. back. So the I've, tier two. got you back. It, 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 okay, so with tier two, I say that was going to be Herbert, not in this order, but Herbert, Jackson, mm-hmm. Watson. Uh, you can go ahead and put Stafford in there, uh, along with, I believe, yeah, Deshaun Watson also. So that would be my tier yeah. two. And Burrow, you said too. Yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree with that. And I still think Russell Wilson is in there also. Nikki, would, yeah. would you agree with that? Would you throw anybody else in there? Um, gosh, I'm trying to think who else could even. You know, make the cut. He did say Derek Carr. That's a good one. Uh, I don't know. What else? Who else? What do you think? If I was to put one in there that we didn't talk about, it would be Derek Carr. Yeah, okay. I think I had him 11, so just on the outside. I think I had him 11, too. Either it was 11 or 12, something like that. But, yeah, just right behind Lamar Jackson, something like that, because I think I had Jackson 10, which was kind of stupid on my part. He should have been more around, like, you know, 6 or 7-ish for me. But, yeah. yeah. Should have been better than that. Yeah, you guys had him ranked higher. So, all right. No, that's interesting, though. And, uh, yeah, another time I want to get into, you know, more of this, uh, you know, younger, all 25 team, under 25 team talk. It's too much for today because we have other stuff to go through. But that'll be fun to go through at some point, no doubt. So, as we crank up the music a little bit so we get into our next segment over here. Uh, D, we got Mount Player Play this week, and it was your idea. And I think it was a great idea. I had one, but you had a better one. So, we went with yours. (laughs) (laughs) yes uh this week my player play is brought to you by nobody you still have the chance (laughs) to be a sponsor for this great segment on this up and coming podcast that is getting more and more popular by the day it is listening to people all around the world it is international so if you want your product to be spread amongst the world as far as being you know just put out there Go ahead and holler at us so you can sponsor this segment, all right? So today's yeah. player player is Rookie Impact for Fantasy. So we're all going to name four rookies that we think will have an impact on fantasy. 
I'm going to write down some notes so I can steal them from Nikki during our real deal fancy. Yeah, football I know. Game. Yeah, I do. This I know that they constantly do this shit on purpose. You know why? It's because it came in second last year. They're all so salty and butthurt about it. I get it. They're constantly trying to pull my strategies out. Like, I am, no. You you know what? I'm going to go reverse on you. I think what happened is that we talked about it so much that you picked up so much notes from us that that's the reason why you want that. I'm going to reverse it on you. Sure. Okay. Sure. Nope. I, uh, where it's due, I praise you. I, I bow down to you, Nikki. You and LaDonna, you guys killed me. <laughs> That's right. We got to get a Tierra going. No question. Well deserved. All right, D. So you, let's, uh, you run the show, baby. Let's do it. Oh, keep cutting out. It's cutting out a little bit. All right, I'll take over before uh, before it comes back in. Nikki, we'll go to you first. So now play a player again. Top four rookie fantasy players. So obviously we're talking offense right now. Who's your number four? Okay, so I did four not named Chris Olave because I feel like that's just going to be everybody's, you know, number one or whatever. Ooh, we lost the all together. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so hold on. He's going to pop back in. Yeah. Oh, you want me to wait? Is he in? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so four, I have Alan Pierce. Um, the Colts. Yeah. Interesting. Know, you know, obviously, I know Pittman Jr. is the number one, but they need a two. They need a solid two. They haven't had that in quite some time. So I think if you want a value pick, this is one of the guys to do it. That's interesting right there. Don't write this down. You know what? I am. I'm already I got pen and paper in hand. I'm doing it. Yeah, I know you do. That's an out of the box one though. I like that. That's good, Nikki. I like that. You see, you do you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You know what I'm doing, which is why I don't like to you know share my strategies with the world. And our fellow Poggy you got Courtney in here. Like he's That's right. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, I love that we just do nothing, and then Courtney will just be in that group chat and be like, "Oh, I gotta get back to number one this year." Like, just right. Yep, yep. That's what's happening. You know, get him back in the game. Get him back in the game. We got you. We want to say what's up to Trey Frazier? What's happening, man? Glad to have you in here, bro. Yeah, chime in whenever you want. Nikki went with her number four. Uh, I'm, his name again? Oh my God, just slipped my mind, Nikki. I'm sorry. Alan Pierce. Alan Pierce. Thank you very much, Paul Pierce. I was thinking for a second. Thank me when you um, I'm going to go number four. Um, I was unsure whether or not to put him on here, but then I thought about the wide receiving core and the single up matches that this guy is going to get. And I think that Traylon Burks will be a productive wide receiver. I know you're probably not loving this because you're not a Matt uh, Ryan Tannehill guy at all, but I think that he will get production. Um, again, no more A.J. Brown, no Julio Jones, obviously. So between him and Robert Woods, those are the guys who are going to get singled up mostly. So I do believe that. He'll have production, um, and he can use his size. You know, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but 6'2", 225 pounds, that's pretty strong. That's not bad. So I think him on Tennessee, again, having Derrick Henry back there and not having to rely so much on, on passing the ball if Henry, you know, God forbid, goes out, I think he could be one of them right there. So I'm looking for him to maybe have a good year. Yeah, I get that. I don't like it. I wouldn't do it. I know you. <laughs> we both started in the AFC South. That is interesting. Oh, yeah, uh, we did. How about it? I know, I know. And I think that's what we're going to be doing in two weeks from now. we got the AFC East next week, yeah. and then we're going to do the South to close it all out the week after that, and then we can give our final predictions and 
go ballistic, go nuts. I'm not ready for that. Uh, it's it's happening. It's coming. So you better get ready. You better get ready. Hey, this hey pops is uh, chiming in over here. Hey, saying what's up. Why are you saying what's up to anybody else? Just Damien. Yeah. My father only wants to say hi to you, Ding. <laughs> I appreciate that, pops. <laughs> Your dad's good like that. He'll be like, oh, Nikki, you look great. Yeah, yep. Making sure. And then you wear something crazy. And yes. like, what is my son wearing? Just <laughs> get criticized. Criticized. Unbelievable. I love you, Pop. It's all good. It's all good. Dee, we saved our number fours for you. We both gave out. So I was Traylon Burks. And she went with Alan Pierce, which I thought was very interesting. One I didn't think of at all. So, you know, a uh, couple of receivers right off the bat. Uh, what do you got for your number four? Uh, number four, I was going to go with Christian Watson. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think, you I know, like the wires, they, they definitely need wide receivers to step up. Step up there and maybe become Aaron Rodgers' favorite target. I like that call a lot. I like that call. Yeah, we're going to might even talk about that more a little bit later. I mean, somebody's going to have to step in and be that number one target. And if it's Alan Lazard, and Aaron Rodgers made a silly joke today. I don't know if you guys heard it or not. But he said, when they were talking about the loss of Devontae Adams, he's like, yeah, well, it's hard when you have to go from one Hall of Famer to the next Hall of Famer. He was referring to Alan Lazard, like kind of taking a jab at Devontae Adams. I'm like, whoa, dude. I'm like, crazy. And did you, by the way, Nikki, I don't know. I was wondering if you became a fan of Aaron Rodgers at all today by him coming in in that tank top and the long hair. And the, <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, does, does Nikki find this guy attractive all of a sudden now? <laughs> no, I do not think Aaron Rodgers is attractive. Okay? <laughs> I just don't. The hair does not do it for me. He looks like he hasn't washed it. And so not that he's having a great hair day today, but you know, he just looks grimy. Like I don't understand I the attraction. Like, no, no. You got jacked up though. I'll tell you that. No, not, no jacked is Chris Carson, which I, <laughs> that, no. That's a different thing. Up, all right? <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. Oh, beautiful. All right, Dean. All right, good stuff. Uh, so, all right, Nikki, how about your number three? Your number three rookie fantasy player. Oh, uh, yeah. What were we talking about? Fantasies? Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Got me all distracted. They got I, of course, I know. Your top ten list. Top Everybody's 10. got a top five, but yeah, she's got a top week, ten. Yeah, every week i got to add, like, one. So I, I understand. I, I'm sure your husband understands, too. We're going to have, like, a <laughs> top 20. <laughs> God. Oh, God bless your husband. I really I swear to God. Yeah, I know. He gets like, uh, how do you do it? <laughs> all right, so I went, okay, I'm not going to pronounce this right. Rashad White. Shot white, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, on the Bucks, right? Because yeah. he's Leonard Fournette's backup. And if Leonard Fournette can't be clean, which looks like he might not, then, yep. We got a thinker over here. We got a thinker over here, D. Yeah. She's going deep. She ain't playing around right now. She's not going with just like your regular, you know, first round pick names and everything like that. She's, this is for real. That That's a very intelligent pick. So you guys can all steal it, you know? It is. Yeah, of course. Then, Yes. yes. That's what we're going to do. Right, Dean? We're going to take it from her. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Very no, good. I'm going to add a first pick in the draft this year. <laughs> I know. 
I know. Who, Nikki, who are you going to take if you have the first pick? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. On my first pick. You guys are crazy. You're absolutely crazy. Make us do it and keep track of the spreadsheet. If you double click, you have to take a shot. This shit is live. Like, no. I know. I love it. Yep. Have them drinks ready. Oh, you see, Brad wants to hear it. Oh, man. All right. Uh, my number three, uh, we'll keep going in order over here. I think it's going to be Brees Hall for the New York Jets. And I know that Michael Carter will get carries, but Hall is one of those guys who is just he's an animal. He breaks a whole bunch of tackles. He's a tough guy. Um, I got, I wish I had his dimensions uh, real quick. Uh, no, I do. He's, he's 5'11", 217. He's probably going to gain about 10 pounds in weight, you know, probably five, you know, lower body, five upper body. He's going to be strong. He's going to be tough. The Jets are going to want to run the ball because we know that their scheme now is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be more run-centric than it is going to be, you know, just throwing the ball around the yard because they don't have the players to do that. So I like Brees Hall, and I think that he's going to step in and will become a fantasy monster by probably week seven or eight once they realize that he's much better than Michael Carter. So I don't know what you guys think about that, but I'm, I'm digging it. I'm not mad at that pick at all. I definitely can see that happening for sure. Uh, that old line still scares me, but I definitely can mm. can see him having success for sure. All right, we'll sing. I don't know, Nikki. What do you think about that pick? I don't know if he's on if he's on your list and save it, but I don't know if you thought that pick was any good. He is on your list. All right, then we're gonna have to save it. Then let's get to these three. Uh, my number three, I'm going with James Cook, uh, out of Georgia. Went to Buffalo. I can yeah. see him having a big year. Has that uh, good running back blood. You know, he's Dalvin Cook's little brother. <laughs> Definitely can right. see him balling out this year in Buffalo. Buffalo's been waiting for running backs to come in and be able to take some of the running load off of um, Singletary, Josh Allen, so that oh, Allen, I'm yeah, sure. Josh, uh, Josh Allen can finally just concentrate on throwing the ball a little bit more. He's still going to have his runs because that's what makes him so dynamic. But I think James Cook could come and have a big year for them. I'm digging it, man. All right. I like these out-of-the-box picks a little bit over here. Very nice. Very nice. You, guys do... you with your notebook over there. <laughs> you know I'm writing it down. You know I'm right. I got to record. This is going to be recorded, the whole thing. I got you guys right where I want you. <laughs> yeah. You know when I make the show clips, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to put the picks out there. So don't ah! worry. You have to write it down. Just you know, watch it on TikTok. Oh, you won't do TikTok. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But boy, you see, that's the thing. You're right. You know, you put them out there now and you say, look, this is where they got the idea from. It's all yeah. me. So you get the yeah, credit. I want all the credit in the end. Yeah. Fair that's enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. You'll get it. You'll get it. We'll see. I'm not going to, just on despite you, I'm not going to draft anybody you ever say in this whole show. I promise. <laughs> but I know that's not cool because then you're going to say everybody's name and my team is going to suck. So I'm yes, taking that back. You know how I operate. So. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, where are we at right now? Uh, we back to we're on number twos or D? Did you give you three? Where am I? I'm yeah, yeah. So we're on number two with Nikki. All right, Nikki. This is where I had Brees Hall. So I do okay. agree that yeah, no, he's speedy and he's got like you know, I think he can really be a workhorse for them. I I get where the concern for the old line is, but they did add a ton of talent, and I do firmly believe that the Jets will start putting it together this year. Just. They have a really tough schedule, but I do think that the pieces will fall into place. We'll mm. be competitive, you know? And listen, you don't need the team to win just to have a good fantasy day, so. 
Look, I'm with you. I back you up all the way. And we want to thank Brad, man, uh, you know, for tuning in. And, yes, we will definitely see you soon. Go Bears. I don't know where the hell they're going, but good luck to you with that one, my friend. <laughs> but um, I, Obviously, I agree with Nikki. I did have him at three. I wouldn't mind putting him at two. My number two, I'll tell you in a second. But um, I like it a lot, Nikki. I'm with you. I think that, again, that running game, even if they are using Michael Carter as well, if they're using both of them, I think it's going to be a good dynamic to have and help out Zach Wilson a lot along with having, you know, C.J. Uzama over there, you know, with the tight end. So, and Jeremy Rucker, their new tight end that they drafted. Uh, very interesting. Okay. My number two is another running back, and we know Seattle loves their running backs, and this is even bigger now that Chris Carson is gone. Kenneth Walker, uh, number two. Um, he's awesome. I mean, we know that Seattle doesn't have a wonderful offensive line, but neither did Pittsburgh last year. Najee Harris from Alabama was still able to – have an excellent season. He ran for almost 1,200 yards, whatever it was. I don't remember exactly. But I think Kenneth Walker is going to do something similar for that team. They're going to want to run the ball. Yes, teams are going to know they want to run the ball. But if they get a competent quarterback in there at some point, and it's not going to be Geno Smith or Drew Locke, somebody comes in there and is able to help them out and is a threat in the passing game, then Kenneth Walker will do that much better. So with Carson gone, Nikki, and I know that really upsets you, I think that Walker is bound for a really big season. No, I, I'm with you. I agree. What do you think, Tink? I definitely see that as well. Uh, like you said, big time running back now missing. Somebody's got to step up, so I can see that one for sure. That's a good pick. It's certainly possible. Um, you know, that he's I mean, he's six one. Uh, I'm sorry, he's not six one. What is uh Wolf? He's five nine, five nine, and he's about two ten. So he's another guy who's probably gonna gain about ten pounds. A muscle and uh, he's quick. He's another guy who breaks tackles. So uh, I do like that. All right, D, how about your number two? My number two is Sky Moore for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, like he's going to have a really good year. Uh, somebody has to step up in those roles that <laughs> Tyreek Hill left behind, plural. Uh, so he's, he's definitely <laughs> stepping up in one of those roles and catching some balls there. And when you got Patrick Mahomes and you got speed, you I think that he'll be pretty successful there for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, I got to tell you, I thought about putting Sky Moore on my list. I really, really didn't. Uh, and he just missed the cut. I trailing Burks, I had a notch over him. But um, I'm with you. I, I, I like the pick a lot. I, and for Kansas City, yeah, they got Juju. They got McCole Hardman. So you know this kid's probably going to get singled up, Nikki. So I think it's a pretty good pick. Yep, I like everybody's picks. Yep, sure do. Yep. So, she's like, yeah, whatever. She didn't even want to give her a number one, but you're going to have to reveal it now. <laughs> Sorry, you guys already talked about it. Christian Watson, because, you know, as much as I don't find Aaron Rodgers attractive, he's a <laughs> quarterback, you know, it, like literally, like you guys could go out there. I'll make you look like freaking fantasy superstar. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, with that, if you're going to bet on one of them, that's the one to bet on. Had it on the back. Uh, Nikki, I'll back you up. He's my number one also. He is. Uh, Alan Lazard, okay, whatever. They lost Marcus Valdez, Scantling. Now I can pronounce his name now that he's not on the team anymore. Uh, but he's with the Chiefs, ironically, how we just mentioned. So they still got plenty of weapons. We're going to talk about the AFC West in a bit. But I got Christian Watson. Yo, dude is 6'4", 210 pounds. It's a big guy. He's going to be Rogers' top target probably by week four. I think they're going to develop – a real good dynamic. So I'm with you, Nikki. Great minds think alike, and it's been proven right there. Christian Watson, number one for both of us. And D, he was on your list at number four, so no shade on him right there. Oh, no, I don't. I like, I like that pick a lot. Uh, for me, I definitely 
like Chris Olave. But if you're going to take Chris Olave out, also can go with the one who got drafted to Atlanta, Drake London. Drake London. Um, I think he could have a big year there because uh, who else? They, you know, Kim and Kyle Pitts, and they're going to be bad. They're going to be thrown from behind. So yep. he's going to get yards. <laughs> so, That's so right. Because of that, because they're going to be bad, he's going to have a good fantasy year. A lot of times you'll find really good fantasy players on bad teams because they have to throw the ball and try to keep up. So I can see Drake London having a good year. Makes a hell of a lot of sense. It really does. And um, also, the Athletic thinks he's going to have a really big year. They have him ranked number two behind Brees Hall. London, another really big guy, 20 years old, obviously, coming into the league young, six foot four, 220 pounds. Yeah, he should complement uh, Pitts very well. And imagine if they had Calvin Ridley. Man, but they need a competent quarterback to throw the ball. We'll see if Desmond Ridder is going to be that guy. Uh, a couple of guys that we didn't mention, Garrett Wilson, and for good reason, because we don't expect big numbers to come out of the wide receivers at the Jets, but we'll see what he can do. Six foot, uh, 183 pounds, more of a speedster, you know, silky smooth type of runner and everything. Uh, Jamison Williamson, uh, Williams, excuse me, probably a guy we all would have had on our list, but he's not going to be ready for a while. So that's big reason why he's not there. But once he is, I don't know if somebody's going to go ahead and make that draft pick and, you know, you know what, I'll hold on to him for a while. Depends how many bench spot there is. Chris Olave, another guy they have him ranked seventh, another six foot, 190 pound guy. So he's going to have to use his speed a lot. I mean, he ran subpar 4 4, uh, 40 yard dash D. So you got to love that. Oh, for sure. No, that's going to be used and utilized in the right way for sure. Right? I'm telling you, you man. Don't so. that. Come on. Oh, it's huge like right that. there. All day, every day in the cold, the snow. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you. Pittsburgh added on um, Pittsburgh, excuse me uh, not Pittsburgh, uh, from George Watkins um, he got drafted by Pittsburgh, what am I losing my mind right now, right, didn't George Pickens get drafted by Pittsburgh or am I losing it what's wrong they with did get a they did get a wide receiver, was it Pickens I gotta look I'm so sorry, I feel so bad, like I should know this stuff, like yeah, I'm ashamed of myself round, uh, George was Pittsburgh yeah. It was it was okay okay so yeah so he's another guy maybe you can step up um right, we're, we're gonna give so our prediction receivers they have a lot they had, yeah if they had a bona fide bona fide quarterback oh man. yeah bro <laughs> in a good old I'm with you I'm with you like you think about the running back you think about Dante Johnson who he's somebody who could be a top ten receiver when you really think think about it the stats he's put up the last couple of years. And we I all agree. know about Chase Claypool and the physical tools he has. They have some weapons yes. there for sure. Yes, they're a stacked team, and you're right. Again, it's like another one of those, oh, if they just had a quarterback like Denver and they're going to try to prove you know everybody wrong this year, that would be interesting. Um, Jahan Dotson's another guy. They were talking about a team that's going to be playing from behind, Nikki Washington, the commanders over there. I like their new helmets. A lot of new helmets out there. We got. I wish I had a graph to put that up. That would be kind of cool. But I think that he may have a pretty decent year because, again, they'd be from behind so much, and Terry McLaurin's going to get all the attention. Curtis Samuel's probably going to get more attention than Dotson. So he can have potentially a decent season. No, for sure. For sure. There's a lot of Nikki, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Nick? I mean, another one of those speedsters. They're not a big guy, 5'11", 175, 180 pounds. But he can help out. Yeah, sure. 
Listen, I'm not, saying. you know, sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm, not giving, no, I'm not giving any more opinions on fantasy picks. So. That's it. She doesn't even want to talk. That's it. We can't even have a, a football show because of her. We no, really yeah. can't. We... I guess I have to log off since, you know. I'm we can't talk about any good players, you know, because that might just ruin the whole draft situation. So, you know, we're going to have to. Yeah, you have to start thinking about this stuff now. You have to. I, I got to go up against all of you guys who are professional. Our podcast league is serious, okay? Like, yes, it is. Sometimes you're in that league and you're like, oh, you know, I don't know what this person's doing. You can kind of tell right away, like when they draft. It's not like that in our league. Like everybody knows their shit. So everybody does know their shit. You gotta be on your game. Everybody knows their shit. You got that right. And you obviously know your shit and you proved it last year and you're about to prove it again. Uh, but first place, I'm not going to let you have it this time. I'm not going to let you have it. You have everything else. I'm not going to let you have this. <laughs> I have everything. No. But, I didn't come in first last last year. I, well, you were close you enough. You could take, yeah, second. Take it. Up you were close. Well, this is where you really get us, Nikki. Right now, let's go. It's now it's Nikki time. Yes. Tricky, 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 tricky. We got more football to talk about, but whatever Nikki's got on hand right now, it's probably not football. Who knows? We're gonna break down the AFC West in a little bit over here. Talk a little more football action for you, some new extra news, but it's an hour's Nikki time, so let's get it going, girl. What do we got? All right. Well, you guys, since everybody just came off a visit from the tri-state area, today's National New Jersey Day. Just going to do a little, oh. like, tri-state area theme trivia. Okay. Okay. I dig it. I dig it. I'm down. Tri-state area. All right. I don't know, D, if you did your homework when, uh, when you were over there, but here comes your test. He's too busy eating pizza, and he went to all these great places. Yeah. Oh, did you have a bagel? Did you have a bagel? I was going to ask that. I did have a bagel, but I did get a lot of pizza. So that's going to be the first thing on the docket for next time is a bagel. You, didn't you had to get bagel? a bagel. I can't oh believe you didn't get a bagel. God. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's I'm a little upset with you right there. Yeah, you have to get a bagel. When it's pizza and a bagel, you have to get it. Let me tell you something. I brought back a dozen bagels for my for my coworkers. They love me. <laughs> they were so happy. And I, I heated it up a little bit before I went in there, so it was still like you know crispy and everything. They they were floored. There was this one guy who like literally never had a bagel in his entire life. He's from the Midwest, whatever. Great guy. But he, he ended up having three bagels. He loved it so much. I swear to God. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his stomach wasn't very happy afterward, that's for sure. But, no, they all loved it. And, uh, yep, so brownie points for me, or bagel points, whatever you want to say. But here we go. All right, Nikki, what do we got? All right, here Let's we go. Let's do it. Who's first? Jay, are you first? Uh, I, I think D, you're first, right? first. I hope these. I hope, I hope we get his reception good. D, you first. Yeah, I'm first this week. Yes. Okay, he's first. All right, here we go. Okay, so uh, where are we? All right, New Jersey is considered the diner capital of the world. How many diners are in New Jersey? Oh, I'm going to say fifty-seven. No, Jay. Diners in New Jersey. I'm going to go with like 232. 525. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. 
Yeah. I didn't think it was big enough to have that many, but uh, yeah. All right. There you go. The shade. Shady boots over there. Northeast loves their uh, loves their diners, no question. I will tell you though, diners are shitty everywhere else. Like they are. They, oh, they really suck are. here. <laughs> well, listen, the food in Florida is not. The food in Miami is very good, uh, but like other. If you like seafood, you're in good shape. I do. Yeah. 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 But I mean, there's nothing like up here. It's just nothing like it. No, I agree. I won't lie. All right, D number two. In what year did the New York Tourism Board officially adopt the nickname the Big Apple? Uh, I'm going to say 1902. No. Jay? 1883? 1971. Oh, shoot. Wow. What's the matter? I guess it was unofficial well before it was official. (laughs) Yeah, right? No kidding. Oh, it's been the Big Apple for a while, but okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that. they actually did it as like, um, you know, some good PR because I guess there was some bad PR in the city in the 70s or whatever. I got to look up more information about that, the Big Apple and the whole like meaning behind everything and where they come up with this stuff. Crazy. I love it. Chase Stadium with the athletes to come out. That was so cool. It's the same reporter who anointed the Cowboys America's team. That's all this is. Is somebody who was like, let's call it the Big Apple. Okay. <laughs> I'm up I don't know if it was the same reporter, but no, I don't. same type of deal. All right. Uh, number three. The Empire State Building is struck by lightning about how many times per year? Wow. I've heard this before, actually. So I went on a tour where the guy did talk about the Empire State Building, but he did not mention that it gets struck by lightning a lot. <laughs> so when you missed it, I was like, oh, I might notice. Then you, oh, of course, yeah. throw a curveball. <laughs> um, I would say five times a year. No. Jay? I'm going to go with about like 130 times. 25. Oh, gosh, really? That's it? Oh, that would have been a lot more than that. Wow. Ooh, I'm not doing well. I'm upset. No, no. hometown trivia. Not- well, I know, I know. That's the thing. It's embarrassing. Last time you gave me hometown trivia was like a year ago. I killed it, but I'm not doing good now. No, not now you're not. No. Um, all right, number four, D. How many cast members of Jersey Shore are actually from New Jersey? <laughs> Um, I'm going to say three. Jay? I thought two. 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 Yep, there you go. It is two? All right, I thought it was two. I remember them saying that for some stupid reason. But then I was thinking, is she being tricky, Nikki? Is it going to be zero? But I remember there there was some from there. It's uh, D and and, uh, Sammy. And fun fact, I do know Sammy's sister, so... Oh, is she anything like slamming Sammy? <laughs> well, I got the inside scoop, but you know. <laughs> All right, we'll talk after the show. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> I'm trying to get sued and shit. All right, Jay, you ready? Yes. Okay. Um, what sport was started in Princeton, New Jersey in 1869? Cross. No. Oh, I felt good about that too. You did. Really I was like, yeah. 
I felt good about that. <laughs> I felt so good about it. It's like, like yeah, I got lacrosse. Damn right, lacrosse. <laughs> Bullshit. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say polo. Cheerleading. Yay! Really? Wow. Okay. Okay. It is a sport. Oh, I didn't know. I respect you guys. Yeah, the birthplace of cheerleading. Didn't know that. It, yes, okay. it is. Yes, it is. Everybody's so depressed over there all the time. They had to do something to put a smile what? on. What? What are we depressed about? I'm Laura? playing with you. I just had to get you riled up for a minute. No. Well, what are you? Why? <laughs> because you're not from New York. Because you're not from New York. No, that's why. New York. Yeah, you do. You all want to be from New York. York. That's why the New Jersey Nets got out of town. They went to Brooklyn. They all want to come to New York. The New York New Jersey war. So what? This is definitely going on Nikki's blurb later when shit goes off the rails. When Jason acts like a jerk. There it goes. My state, like I know, I mean, come for yours, you know, because you know what, guys, all of you there from Staten Island, Long Island, come down to the beaches, you bring well, trash all over the place, you don't pick up after yourselves, you got trappers <laughs> all over the place, luggage with you. I'm sick of it. None of you know how to drive, none of you know how to park. Go home, go back to New York. You need a oh man. Oh, man, I need some New Yorkers to back me up. Listen, there's a reason why your nickname is called the Armpit State, all right? You just stuck right out of the armpit. It was in Newark. You fly into Newark, and it smells like shit. That's not <laughs> yeah. You go about 45 minutes south, you end up where I am in Monmouth County, where there's beaches, and it's a shore town. It's completely right. different. Yeah. Well, let's put an airport in Newark where the highest crime rate in the entire freaking world is. That's a great idea. Oh, let's yeah. And you think JFK is any better or friggin' LaGuardia? What the hell wants to drive to LaGuardia? <laughs> I got her, D. I got her all riled up, and now she's... I better pizza than you. Yeah, I said Yeah, yeah better pizza. Okay, now she's losing. All right, now you're just telling lies. You're just I straight up fibbing. Better pizza. Lies. What this a joke. Absolutely ridiculous. Better pizza. Absolutely ridiculous. You, you are something else, I'll tell you. <laughs> Where did he go? Did he go on vacation to New Jersey or to New York? Let me I ask you a question. To New Jersey. Okay. All right. Yeah, you had to drag him there. The guy he didn't want to go. You had to drag Where him and his wife to Jersey. To well, I'll meet you. That's a different story. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to meet you? Exactly. That's different. I agree. So you got me there. I mean, this is bullshit, though. Like, I'm <laughs> She's so mad. I love like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. What are you even doing? Why do you do this? <laughs> like, a half hour to get through the segment. Like, if it ain't like licking Oreos, now you're telling me that New York is better than New Jersey. Like, I just always. We cannot get through this segment. That's to eliminate it. I can't, I, <laughs> no, this is going nowhere. This is a staple of the yeah. show, no matter what happens. No, yeah, you're right. It goes nowhere fast. All right, come, let's, let's, let's just try to move on to number All three. All right, let's give it a shot. Okay. Okay, so New Jersey is home <laughs> to the largest spoon museum, okay? This is and how exciting New Jersey is, to the home of the largest spoon museum. <laughs> Your kitchen ass, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
they're from all over there for like stained spoons from every state. They have uh, spoons from every country. So you know oh, wow. how many are in there? How many spoons are in the, the Great Spoon Museum of New Jersey? How many spoons do they have? The largest in the country. I will go with 80. No, I'll go with 80,000. No. No. I'm going to go with 3,000. Well, I'll give it to you, D. One, Jay's pissed me off. Two, <clears throat> 400. And we need to move this segment along. How much is it? 400? 5,400. Oh, 5,400. D, that, that was a pretty good guess. Yeah. All right. No doubt. Pretty All right. And just for the record, if anybody would actually look it up, it is like those fancy teaspoons from England that are there. Like the Queen's sure. spoons and shit are there. I'm sure. It's it's yeah. very important. I mean, that's one of the first things on the bucket list when you, you go to Jersey. You guys have this sex museum, which is weird as fuck, okay? <laughs> I didn't invent it. <laughs> just saying. We got spoons. You got weirdos in there watching the movie all by themselves. <laughs> Spooning. There you go. Wow. Goes this segment needs to end. <laughs> I mean, it just we, nobody can get it together. You don't want no part of this going on right now. <laughs> but we do have a tie game. I have no dog in the fight. I enjoy no, she, no, no. <laughs> Thank you. Loves the loves both states equally. That's the right. Fair one. enough. Fair enough. Oh my God! What am I even doing? Let's go. Number three. Okay, what is the second most popular pizza topping in the United States? The second most? Yes. Um, it's a good question. Um, what do people usually uh, I'll go with mushrooms. No. Mm. I'm going to go sausage. Sausage? Damn it, I was going to say sausage. Good job. Nice. I thought that was too obvious, I felt like. Damn. <laughs> Should have said it. Got to go with your gut, right? Got to go with your gut. Okay, let's wrap this up. Number four, the Bronx Zoo is the largest city zoo in the United States with over 500 species and how many animals? 500 species. How many animals? We'll go with uh, 3,900. Dave? I'm going to say 2,000. Well, Jay, uh, unfortunately, I have to give it to you. It's 4,000. Ooh, damn. That was close as hell right there. We just just tied this sucker up. You got a trivia? You got a a, a tiebreaker? I do have a tiebreaker. Wonderful. (laughs) Of course, we get to a tiebreaker. I love it. I'll just extend this beautiful segment that we have going on right now. It is really torturous. (laughs) Fantastic. Okay, so New Jersey has the highest population density in the United States. On average, how many people are there per square mile? Do you want to go first? Uh, <laughs> hey, he's like, ah, not really. <laughs> if you want me to go first, I'll give it a shot. Per square mile. I'll go 10,000 per square mile. No. Jay? Per square mile, I'll say... 1,500? 1,030. 1,030. Okay. So Jay, Jay was I feel good about I didn't get it right, but I feel good about the answer. Okay. I'm not asking for it. I'll take a tie with my best bud over here. I'm all good. Oh, oh cool. Do it. <laughs> she hates my guts. Unbelievable. <laughs> she just despises me. This what is what happens. Noodle, like, 
the fact that you guys had had that argument, then she said the spoon museum. I was like, oh, Jay's about to just. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, yeah. this was a lie. She left it wide open for me. I, come on, what was I supposed to? I can't I let that go. In order, I was going in order of the questions. <laughs> There's no way I could let something like that go. You made it way too easy. It was impossible. The dean knew what was going to happen. Yeah, no, that's what I do for you guys. Just you know, layoffs all through long. <laughs> Saboosh. Yeah. Right all down. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, Nikki, again, well done. I actually enjoyed the questions a lot. I thought it was a really good idea. So thank oh, you very much. Thank you. Oh, okay. And I will take his. I can't win with her. There's nothing I can do. No. I can't do anything. All right, maybe Biggie will cheer you up. Like I like. Why am I on this show anymore? Like, what is going on? Just give up. That's it. It's over. Forget it. The whole thing is fine. But you had like you came at me in my state, in my hometown here. Like I did. I did. I had to. I had to. I had to get you riled up. You didn't have to. No, no, I did. I did. It's important. It's important for it to happen. It's important to. I need. I need for you to vent. You know, like you don't get a chance to really vent. I don't want you to take it out on Brent, so you can take it out on me. I'm I giving you a wide open shot. No, I vent all day long. Oh, all right. Then I feel terrible but for the I, people no, around I, me. No. You feel terrible for people. <laughs> she can't. She can't even take a joke. I love her. I love my sister. Mm-hmm. If I, it's a good thing I wasn't on the trip. She would have punched me in the nose. That would have been it for me. I would have been out. <laughs> Quite possible. Oh, you would have started the New York New Jersey war in Hoboken. Uh, no, I know my place. I know my place. I know you got some tough guys over there, but you come on my turf, we got a problem. We got a problem. But it's all good. Right now, we're on somebody else's turf. We're going all the way to the west side of the country, AFC West. Let's do it. Let's break it down. I lost my freaking pen and paper, so you know what? Screw it. Well, the papers. What do you have to write place. down? What are you writing down? Every little thing that you say, so I can use it against you later I on know. in life. I believe that. I believe that. Sure. <laughs> you see, if I didn't love you so much, there's no way I would take shots at you. I would never do it. Oh, I just okay. love you so that much. That must be it's a lot a of love because it's a lot of love. What, is, what do you say? Catch the strays or whatever? I don't know. I'm catching all of them. <laughs> Only because I love you, girl. It is for sure. Only because I love you. All right. Let's get back to some football action over here before I get beaten to death. Uh, Let's do it. AFC West breakdown predictions. This is probably the toughest division we're going to go over, guys. So it's time to do it. And it may take a little bit longer than the others. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. I have no idea. Obviously, we don't talk at all before the show as far as what we're picking, what we're doing. We don't do this Skip Bayless uh, crap where we're going to... And Stephen A. Smith, we're going to come up with arguments and debates. No, we just naturally argue like Nikki and I just did right there. It's just natural. So we let it happen. But let's do it. Um, we got the Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos. Last year, the Chiefs and the Raiders made it. The Chargers probably should have made it if it wasn't for Brandon Faley. And the Broncos did not have a quarterback. Now they do. So it may be a different story. Tyree Kill leaves Kansas City. But like we talked about, they bring in uh, Sky Moore, who they drafted, which is a great call by D. Juju Smith-Schuster is over there. Marcus Valdez-Scantling. And Patrick Mahomes is still, to me, the best quarterback in the league. So there you go. All right, so this is a little synopsis. But, Nikki, ladies first, as always, who's going to finish in fourth place? And you can't even say it's a knock on the team because they're all good. But who's going to finish at the bottom of this division, in your opinion? Who came up with ladies first? You know, sometimes I don't want to go first. <laughs> How about ladies option? How about that? Would that be better? Oh, you know, I like that. I might like you again now for five minutes. You see, I, I want her back. Now she's back. I'm like, 
Well, it's okay. I'll go first. Yeah, no, I hate this division. I really like, I think I redid this like five times, but I feel really good about what I have. So, uh, yeah, let's just clarify that coming in fourth in this division is probably still a really good season. Just, you know, yeah. it's the AFC West. So, and you could be a playoff team, right? I mean, every team could be playoffs. Yeah. And I, I don't I want to put this team four, but I do have the Broncos fourth. Um, their defense is ranked eighth last year. I think they're going to stay there. I've been harping on that. I, they have a really good young defense, but I think that offense was ranked 18th or 19th. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know if that offense is going to be high powered enough to keep pace. I think they're going to keep pace for a little bit, but we're going to hit a point in the season where they're just going to start falling away. So I have them fourth. I don't know what my final, final prediction on wins is, but I, I think I'm probably somewhere in the nine camp, nine, 10 somewhere. Okay. So according to you, and I'm just trying to get this straight. So you think as the year goes on, not that Russell Wilson's going to get worse necessarily, but you think that maybe, they're going to start off hot and then people are going to be, you know, teams are going to be able to study them better and, and kind of get the, the lowdown on Denver. Well, that, and I just think the other three are just going to be so high powered that they're going to. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Actually, I think it's two. Fair. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. There's really no wrong answer here over here. I can't wait to see what the outcome is going to be. D, who do you got it for? Uh, I agree with Nikki. I got Denver at yeah. four. Again, it's not a knock to Denver. I just think that the other three teams are better. Uh, and we're going to see if this wide receiver core is really good, like a lot of people think they are, or were they overrated because they were playing with such bad QB play that people thought, oh, man, we can't wait to see this wide receiver core with a good QB. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. Russell Wilson in a different system. Does it work out? Does that the, uh, the tendency to go across? quarterbacks do he tends to stay on the out the outskirts and go deep so we'll see mm-hmm. if that works with this offense it's gonna be interesting but i think the other three teams are just better okay all right so both of you guys agree over there and of course the big question mark is russell wilson and can he get these wide receivers going i'm going to disagree with you guys we always see weird things happen every year and the raiders made the playoffs last year at 10 and 7 and they could have gone even further they were right there with cincinnati we've talked about it before but for some reason, even though they got better on paper, I think they take a step back. I don't think that Chandler Jones is as good as everybody's making him out to be. They're so fixated on that five-sack game in the beginning of the year. He ended up with, like, maybe, what, 12? I'm not saying he's a bad player, but I think that it's a little bit too hyped. We know Max Crosby could do a really good job. And, of course, they brought in Devontae Adams. You got Hunter Renfro. You got uh, Darren Waller. So it's like, why not? Why can't they be better? I'm not exactly sure what the answer is, but I feel like defensively they're not going to be able to get the job done, and they're going against high-powered offenses. So if Derek Carr is going to be throwing some long balls that can get intercepted, that could turn the tide in the game against, again, they're going against three really good opponents. You know, even though you guys got Denver number four, they're still definitely a good opponent, and it's going to be rough. So the Raiders are just a team where I see that can take that step back because they weren't that good last year. And, yes, they did get better on paper. And, you know, I don't want to keep repeating myself, but I need to see it play out on the field. I don't think that just really Devontae Adams makes them all of a sudden one of the better teams in that division or one of the better teams in the AFC. So it's a little hard to get behind that rationale, and I understand that. But I think the Raiders are an 8-9 and nine team this year. I just think – I don't think things go well for them. And, again, it's really hard to put my finger on it. 
but I just don't think I don't think uh, things are going to go well for the Raiders this year. So I'm putting it down right now. They're actually going to have a losing record. Wow. I know one of them's going to have to <laughs> probably right. So that's the one I'm picking. And again, it's it's tough. It's tough to say because. They did get better, and they're getting back at happy, uh, happy, yeah, probably happy and healthy Darren Waller. So I get it, but no, they're the team I got at the bottom of the division, Nikki. So who do you got at three? I have the Chiefs at three. The chi- oh, how about that? The Chiefs at three. Mm-hmm. Now that's interesting. Yep. All right. Yep. I have the Chiefs at three. I just feel like. I, I don't know how they're going to overcome the absence of Tyreek Hill. And I think that people don't want to admit how much he kind of bailed out Mahomes. And I know that's like such a taboo thing to say. And I'll probably get a lot of hate for that. But <laughs> I get a lot of it. It's all right. I don't care. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think that he bailed him out and that offense out more than everyone would care to admit. I'm not taking away from the fact that they do have a ton of talent. Andy Reid is a fantastic coach. I get all that. That line is a little shaky to me. If there is any year that they're going to take a step back, I think it's going to be this year. Um, I wholeheartedly disagree with you on the Raiders, Shay, and I will get there. But I think that the Chiefs, I'm going to go like 10 wins. They also have the toughest schedule in the league. So it's not going to be easy for them. So I think this step back is coming this year. Okay, she said it. She was the first one to go ahead and say it out of this entire division, D. She's got the Chiefs in third place, even with 10 wins. So that says a lot about the next two teams she's going to be talking about. Yeah, no, for sure. It definitely says a lot. And it says a lot that I agree with her. I have Kansas City (laughs) in third place as well in this division. Uh, Just looking at, for me, though, it's for a different reason. I understand Tyreek Hill is going to be a big loss something that I can take a five-yard pass 75 yards it definitely means a lot but that defense was eighth last year in points given up I think they take a big step this back this year and it could be a middle of the pack 15 16 but they're there and the offense takes a step back at the same time I can see them in that 10-9, 10-win range there. Still being a team that can make the playoffs, but third place in the AFC West. Let's go ahead and make it a trifecta. I completely agree. Shut up. I did not think this was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I got them at 10-7 and also, which, again, is saying a lot about my next two teams. But I still think they're going to be a really good team. But – for the defense, and, you know, D, you had made very good points. I think they're going to get scored on a lot. Definitely, Nikki, Tyreek Hill did bail him out. I don't think that if anybody takes any shots at you for that, I think that they're totally misguided because I've looked at plenty of plays where the, it's, the play is broken down and Mahomes is scrambling, and boom, there's Tyreek Hill. He's always the guy to get open. So I totally agree. Um, Juju Smith is not a number one. McCall Harmon's not a number one. Sky Moore is a rookie. They don't have a number one right now, and that may be all well and good because Travis Kelsey is a fantastic tight end. Call him receiver. Call him what you will. But add that in with the lack of the run game. I'm not seeing a whole bunch of great things from Kansas City. I think the fact that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league is going to get them 10 wins um, despite the, the lack of other play around them. So I agree with you guys. 
Kansas City Chiefs third place, maybe not even a playoff team this year, depending on how we have the rest of the AFC shaken out. So let's get to number two. Who's going to finish in second, Nikki? The Raiders are going to finish in second. Yes. Um, I think that you are underrating the fact that when you team up a college quarterback and wide receiver like Carr and Devontae Adams, just how much firepower there that can be. I think you're also, you know, undercutting Chandler Jones a little bit. They did address the middle of the field. They are getting Waller back. But my main point here is that Derek Carr is criminally underrated. He is consistently disrespected. And my issue is, again, I keep saying it, but if you pull up his stats and you compare them to Dak Prescott, they are almost damn near similar. So Dak Prescott cannot get all these accolades and all this praise for being this great quarterback, and you completely disrespect Derek Carr when they are more similar than people think. I think the Raiders take a huge step forward this year, and I have them winning 11 games. Okay. All right. Um, I see you said probably a huge step forward in their play. It'd be one game more than they won last year, but a huge step forward in their play is what I'm hearing from you. Yeah. I understand. And I understand. Coaching. They got a whole new coach. They're going to be better coached. They should be. You would think so. I mean, especially, you know, the crap that they went through last year was, you know, ridiculous. Even though Rich Passaccia came in and did a pretty decent job and did get, you know, help them go to the playoffs. And I'm not going to argue with the Raiders at number two. D, I'm having a feeling you got Raiders at two also, but I'm not sure. So we're going to ask you in a second. But I have no problem with that. It, this division is going to be so hard. It, the way that I have it, if it flip-flopped the other way, I wouldn't even be shocked. It's going to be, it's probably going to take an injury to a very important player to kind of like twist the tide and, you know, twist the turns of how this division is going to shake out. And if it's a quarterback, that'll be a really big deal. So you got the Raiders at two with 11 wins. That sounds like a playoff team. Do you agree with her, D? I do. Yeah. Me and uh, Nikki uh, match on all four of these. So, yeah, yeah, I'm going with the Raiders at two. All the things that she mentioned, I think the defense is going to be really good. That rush is going to be really good. <laughs> I do think that Chandler Jones still has a lot left in the tank. Of course, that five-sack game definitely added to his total last year. But I think consistently he got to the quarterback. And just with the rest of that defense, he maybe he didn't get as many sacks as he got that first week. Uh, but he's still very good. And Is it me, Nick, or is it, is it him? No, we. I think we lost them for a minute. Do you come back and we're going to wait for you because I want to hear your points. Try it again. Go, go for it. Yeah. You made a great point about the percentage of uh, rush that Max Crosby the quarterback can beat. He's going Damn, he's making such a good point right now. We can't hear it. This sucks. <laughs> You're making such a good point. I hear the tidbits, but it's coming in. It's coming in shaky. Damn, dude. Uh, why isn't it? The internet should be a lot better. I don't understand this. Like, what's it? We had all this 5G crap, internet, Wi-Fi. Like, things should be better. I don't know why. It's amazing. It ain't his fault, that's for sure. It's technology. D, let's try it again. So let me try to get it out before it goes out again. So uh, Max Crosby, Nikki made a great point last week or the week before last about how much he was winning at the line of scrimmage compared to mm-hmm. beating his offensive lineman that he was going against. So when you have somebody winning at that rate, 
it opens up the other defensive end to do well. So I think their rush is going to be great. They did show up the middle of the field. That was a big thing for them. So I think they're going to be great on both ends. And she mentioned the college connection. We saw it last year with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Now, of course, theirs was a lot fresher. It was only like a year apart that they spent. But I think it still matters. And they get a chance to practice together this whole offseason. They're going to be great together. And Renfro is going to eat. Renfro is going yeah. to go crazy this year with all the attention that's going to be on Waller and on Adams. I think Renfro is going to have an amazing year this year. So that's another one, kind of a fancy sleeper. Maybe we'll do fancy <laughs> sleepers next week. But who definitely, I think it's going to a lot of people are going to have their eye on fancy wise because of that. So I can see the Raiders having a really good year. I can see 11 wins. I'm going to go 11. Nikki will be having no part of any fantasy sleeper conversation. We know that right now. There will be nothing like that happening from her. But, um, again, you guys make great points, and I'm not even going to sit here and argue it because I can see the Raiders winning 11 or even 12 games. Like, why shouldn't they get better? But something just tells me it's not going to happen, and I, I, I do. I like Derek Carr a lot. I think he's an excellent quarterback, and he's certainly underrated. Sometimes he takes dumb decisions. He'll make a bad decision here and there, but – I think that if Josh Jacobs gets the running game going, then they will be a lot better. But if they become, you know, too pass centric, teams are going to pick up on that. And that's going to be a problem. And defensive lines going to be able to pin their ears back. It's part of the reasons why I have the Raiders at the bottom of the division. But you guys all make great points. Uh, my second team is the Broncos. I think they win 11 games. You guys know I've been talking about them a lot. And it's not just Russell Wilson because I don't love Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. Noah Fant is gone. I don't love their receivers. I like their running game. All right, they got a young kid, Williams, who's going to do really well, but I really love their defense. Their defense, look, defense to me still wins championships. Defense is where it's at. Line of scrimmage is where it's at. Denver's good on both sides of the ball there. Now bringing in Nathaniel Hackett to be more creative. Russell Wilson, yeah, now he's in his, what, 12th year in the league? So he's certainly not as athletic, but he's not going to have to be. They're going to be more of a running, play-action type of team. It's not going to be a whole bunch of RPOs. But, again, that defense is great. From last year, Nikki, you mentioned it. They were eighth. They just brought in two of the top defensive linemen in the NFL, DJ Jones from the 49ers, who is as underrated as they get, and Randy Gregory from the Dallas Cowboys. That is huge, guys, to go along with Sertan in the backfield. Look, they have a lot of things going on. I think Denver will probably start out – three and three ish or whatever it is, but I really think they're going to get it together. I think that if, you know, um, Russell Wilson was able to get it done in Seattle, again, they hadn't won a Super Bowl since 2013, granted, but they were always in the mix without a consistent running game after Marshawn Lynch left and not knowing exactly what was going to be with the wide receiver, but he had a good defense and was able to rely on that. That's why I like Denver this year. It's mostly their defense and, yes, Nathaniel Hackett will bring in some creativity to the offense. So I really like Denver a lot. And 11 wins should get them in the playoffs, guys. So I know you have them at the bottom of your division, but does what I say make any sense or have any potential possibility to you whatsoever? It, it definitely can make sense. Like you said, this division is one where all of our predictions could be wrong. Everything could be flipped upside mm-hmm. down for what we think. And all, team, all the teams can end up within, like, four wins of each other. Like last place could be True. eight, nine. First place can be, you know, 12 and five. They all can end up there in a section. So it's definitely not crazy to think that Denver can take place in this division and have that many wins because Russell Wilson is that good and is able to lead this yeah. team, especially with the running game, like you mentioned. So 
I can see it for sure. I just think the other three teams are better. And sure, I get it. But you know how Nikki also we talked about so much last year, and we all thought that Denver was a potential playoff team going into last season, and that was with Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. And now they have Russell Wilson, who is a clear upgrade. And we kept saying they're just a quarterback away from being a contender. So I'm not saying you're wrong in your answer. There's no right or wrong here. But can you see my point about them and kind of collectively what we had said about them before? Get a quarterback in there. Now you got a top whatever you want to call him, top 10, top eight. For me, he's around top six or seven. Russell Wilson's in there now. I think it's a whole brand new ball game. Yeah, to a degree, right? I mean, sometimes a quarterback can only do so much. I don't love that offense. That's my problem there. I don't love that offense. I just don't think it's going to be high-powered enough. So uh, you have them second? Um, Yeah. 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 Listen, like we said, anything could happen. I just don't really see that. Maybe not this year. Maybe next year, but just not right now. Well, like I say, I think they'll start out kind of like my 49ers, a little bit slow. It may be, you know, a two and three, three and three, whatever it is. But I do think they'll pick up some steam, you know, midway and then toward the end of the year. So that's what I think. But I'm not always a sports prophet. Apparently, we all agree on number one. So let's have at it because this team is stacked, Nikki. Ah, the Chargers, number one. Oh my God. Listen, this team's just going to build off of Justin Herbert's momentum, right? They retained um, Mike Williams. They got Khalil Mack, JC Jackson. Like, I know this team only won, what was it? What they win? Nine games? They were nine and eight. They should have been nine. 10 and seven in the playoffs, but yeah. Yeah, they should. Yeah. And they just missed it. So I guess since I have them at like 12 wins. I don't know. Is that leaps and bounds or is that a quantum leap? doesn't feel like a quantum leap because I feel like they're so good, but um, I think they're just going to take this division and I got them at 12 wins. I think three wins is pretty significant leap. Maybe we'll call it a significant leap. I don't know what you want to call it, but I, um, you know, I'm with you. D, I want to hear what you got to say, but yeah, this team is so stacked and it's again, we just, it's about the head coach. A lot of it is right now. Yeah, no, that's the only thing we're worried about is, is Brandon Staley going to be too aggressive? Is he going to have those moments where it's fourth and three on your own 21 and you want to go for it? He's going to do <laughs> crazy stuff like that. But if he's not doing that type of stuff, that defense is going to be much better. We all knew what their Achilles Hill was last year. It was a run game, right? They couldn't stop the run to save yes. their lives. This year with the additions, they'll be able to stop the run and be good against the pass. Offensively, they should have no weaknesses. This team is stacked. Like you said, they have everything you need to win. Uh, so if their coach is not making dumb decisions and just letting the players play and putting them in the right positions to win, I can see 12 and 5 for sure. So can I. That's exactly what I have is 12 and 5. And I'm just going to try to run down some of the names. And I'm not even going to try to do it from memory. I'm going to look a little bit. Quarterbacks now, J.C. Jackson and Asante Samuel Jr. coming in for his, what, third year now, I think it is, or is it second? I don't even know, but he's just second year. Jesus is going to keep getting better and better and better and better and better and better. Then there's guys like Derwin James. You know, I'm just trying to look at the look at the roster over here. D Lyman, like Austin Johnson, who people don't even talk about, or even a Jerry Tillery, who uh, guys don't talk about much. And trying to look at some more of the offensive players, just going through it real quick. Um, but even, you know, the linebackers aren't wonderful. I like Drew Tranquil. He can play. I like Rashawn Slater at left tackle. I think that's great. Another guy you don't have to pay right away. Justin Herbert, we know, is an absolute freak. Austin Eckler's going to be in there doing his thing. He's one of those dual-threat running backs, along with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. And 
man, the roster just goes on and on. Gerald Everett's on the team. We'll see what he can bring at tight end. Just there's so much there. It really is like, just don't screw it up, Brandon Staley. Just don't mess up. That's all. Let your players go out there and play. And look, when, like when D says, look, when it's fourth and three, and you still think you pick up three yards on your own 22-yard line, don't do it. Let your defense go out there and make plays. Khalil Mack is in there now. He'll help stop the run. You want a healthy Joey Bosa. There are other guys who are going to see step up because of what Khalil Mack can bring to that defense. J.C. Jackson, if he plays like he did last year, is going to shut down an entire side of the field. And then you got Asante Samuel Jr. on the other side. They're loaded up. I don't see any reason why this team can't win 12 games. And to me and to you guys, they're the division favorites right now. And most people are talking about that. But that's kind of the scary part to me. Like everybody's saying the Chargers are going to win this division. But if you were saying the Chiefs, because that's the thing. We all have the Chiefs in third place, but we're winning records. And it's amazing how just the loss of one player can have that change of a dynamic, Nikki. Now, we, like, you know, it's not just Tyreek Hill, but it does seem that if Tyreek Hill was still on the team, I bet you we'd all have the Chiefs either in first or second with 11, 12 wins or maybe more. Um. Yeah, I'd probably be willing to move him up to, to two. But like you said, I mean, the defense, it's a little questionable there. And, it is, you know, I agree. It's, you know, that offensive line, I'm like, you know, it's a little shaky for me. I don't love it. Um, but, yeah, I'd probably move them up. I, but sometimes, hey, look, one player really can make a huge impact. And yeah. like you said, Jay, I mean, that who they have on offense is not – I mean, are you really in love with that? I, I'm not. So No. No, not at all. I think it's fair to put them at three. I do hear a lot of people, you know, oh, no, they're going to win the division. But no, you know, everybody has their time to, you know, what goes up must come down. So there you go. Take a step back. And I think it will be this year. I don't think it'll be for long, you know, probably right back in it next year. But just doesn't feel right to me this year for them. I'm with you. And I think, D, a lot of that is really predicated on Tyree Kill. I don't think we're not having the same discussion right now if Tyree Kill is still their number one wide receiver. I think it's that big of a difference. And again, Patrick Mahomes to me is still the best quarterback in the NFL. I'd rather have him over anybody. There's still no doubt about that in my mind. But without that dynamic of a player like Rodgers losing Devonta Adams, stats are going to go down. You know, those big third down plays, they're not going to be there. You can't rely on these other guys the way that you relied on Tyreek Hill when a play broke down. So I still I think the Chiefs may be the favorites if Tyreek Hill was still there. I think that's how important he is. No, he's definitely very important to their offense. I would have them second. If Hill was there, I would have them above the Raiders. But I think the okay. Chargers are so stacked, I would still pick the Chargers to win this division. Charges are so stacked. It, 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 it would shock people if they didn't win the division at this point. But honestly, Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, any one of them could win it. But we all agree. We all think the Chargers are going to win it at 12-5. and five. I got the Broncos at 11-6. and six. I know I'm higher on them than you guys. Then I got the Chiefs at 10-7 and seven and the Raiders. I think just one of these teams has to fall back. And to me, it's going to be the Raiders. You guys think it's going to be more the Broncos. And I totally get that. Totally get it. So, all right. I'm glad we. That was hard. Glad no, it is hard. That's yeah. We t- take a breather before we get to our last segment, right? Just exhale. It's really, really hard. Like it, it, if you actually put thought into it, this division, yeah, it's really tough. You yeah. almost have to like really split tough. hairs and come up with your own like criteria because it's yep. it's just one of the tough. It is the toughest one to predict. 
And you can't go through the schedule and say, you know, win, win, no. loss, win, loss. It, that doesn't work like that. It doesn't because we just don't know. I, 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 just, I just think Denver's defense is going to be overlooked in the beginning, and people are going to say, holy crap, this is like a top three defense in the league, and they're not going to have to score. To me, Denver, this is my argument, they're not going to have to score 25, 30 points a game. They can win games 23, 17, 20, 14. I don't know, crap like that. You don't want to win like that. That's a lot of tension on you, but – I think that's the way that they're going to win ball games, but we'll see. I can't wait to see how it all shakes out. I can't. Um, the last time uh, I did some of this and that, but I know Nikki, you got some of this or that this week, right? Uh, yeah, I did five. I have this or that, but like versus edition, fantasy versus edition. Oh, are you sure so, you still want to do this? Yeah, I do. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm not answering these questions. You guys. That's are. she's. That, that's right. She got a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I have a quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end, and defense. So whenever you guys are ready. Let's do it. Let's get it. Okay. Russell Wilson versus Dak Prescott. D, you want to go first? I'm taking Dak fantasy-wise. I think that the Cowboys defense is going to be a lot worse this year. They're going to take a step back. And when that defense takes a step back, Dak Prescott has to chuck it all over the field. He is capable of getting a lot of yards. The year he got hurt, I think it was like week five or six when he got hurt. He led the league in passing yards to like week 10 because he was yeah. so far ahead of everyone else because he was throwing the ball so much during that time because that defense was bad that year. I think we might see a little bit of that this year. So Dak Prescott, I have as my one of my fantasy sleepers this year, at quarterback. So I got him over Russell Wilson in fantasy. And uh, I talked about my podcast a little bit. Uh, Dak Prescott, betting-wise – is plus 1,100 to lead the league in passing yards. That might be a bet I'll look at right there. Dak Prescott to lead the league in passing yards at plus 1,100. Real deal bets is coming back. Ah, I love it. I love it. Bring the floating head in. Bring the floating head in. I love it. Real deal bets. Those are very interesting points. Like if we were talking about a straight-up quarterback, it's Russell Wilson. But because you put it in a fantasy context, I think Dean nailed it. Um I think overall, even with the loss of Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson, he probably still has a better wide receiving call when you include Dalton Schultz in there as well. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys because, like I said, Denver's got a great defense. It's um, Their offense is not going to have to go balling out and going crazy. They're going to be running the ball more, and it's going to be more probably dink and dunkish type of stuff. So I will go with Dak Prescott uh, as far as fantasy quarterback being better. I agree with Dink. All right, let's do wide receiver AJ Brown or Michael Pittman Jr. Interesting. That's a that's a tough one. That's a tough mm. one. I like Michael Pittman a lot, and Matt Ryan is definitely going to put the ball in his hands and, and make him better. Um, but I feel like Philly is going to force feed AJ Brown. Like they're going, they they gave him a lot to get him. They're going to make sure they get the full force of A.J. Brown. So I'm going to go A.J. Brown just because of the impact that Philly wants him to have. They're going to make sure that they give him every opportunity to do that. So because of more opportunities, I'm going to go A.J. Brown. I'm going to go with the better quarterback, and that would be Matt Ryan. I feel more confident that he's going to get Pittman the ball more often. He is the number one receiver, so it's A.J. Brown. Don't get me wrong, but – um, the ball's going to Michael Pittman. He's a big guy. He's getting better and better. And Matt Ryan, to me, is the better and more accurate quarterback than Jalen Hurts right now. Jalen's going to scramble around, make big plays. And I think that the beneficiary of that is going to probably be more um, – uh, why am I forgetting his name right now? Slayton on the outside. What's his name? 
Devonta Smith. Well, I'm sorry, Devonta Smith. I was my mind for a minute. I think that he may benefit a little bit more from like the broken down plays, even though AJ Brown is a better receiver in my mind. I'd rather have him on the team. I think fantasy wise, I think that Pittman will get in the end zone more and maybe even get more yards altogether because of Matt Ryan. So I'll go the other way. All right, let's move to running back: Dalvin Cook or Joe Mixon. Mm, good one. Yeah, uh, I don't think you can go wrong either way. Like if either one of those guys is your RB1, I think you're in good shape. Uh, I would go, I'm going to go Dalvin Cook because Dalvin, Dalvin Cook is going to miss a couple games. That's He's going to miss <laughs> two or three games. Like, you know, that's going to happen. But in those 13, 14 games he plays, he's going to ball out for you. Both passing or receiving and catching and being able to run the ball. He's a monster, man. He's an absolute monster. Minnesota offense is full of fantasy stars. It may not end in real results, but fantasy-wise, <laughs> Minnesota will get you some points for sure. So I'm going to take Dalvin Cook. Yeah, it was Cook and who? I'm sorry? Uh, Joe Mixon. Yeah, I'll Mixon, right. Um, yeah, I, I would have to go with Cook because um, you have the threat of Jefferson and Thielen and Kirk Cousins can throw the ball so given that fact right there, and they're going to play Chicago twice a year. Yeah, they have a pretty good defense, and they're going to play Green Bay. They do have a pretty good defense also, but Detroit doesn't. So he might get like 4,000 yards in two games against Detroit alone. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so I, I, I would take Cook uh, also in fantasy. I agree. Wonderful. All right, let's move to tight end. Dalton Schultz or Dawson Knox? Ooh. Hmm. That's a good one. He's contemplating. It's funny with Knox. Yeah, Knox doesn't really put up crazy stats. He'll get touchdowns, though. And touchdowns are really big as far as in fantasy. Because, um, with, yeah, with Knox, he'll disappear sometimes. And I just yep. said Dak that's probably going to pass a lot. So I'm going to go with Schultz. <laughs> I'm going to go with him just because of the Dak Prescott factor and that offense being very pass-happy this year. So I'm going to go there because I think he's going to get more yards and more opportunities than Knox. That's the thing. He's going to get more opportunities. He's going to get more targets, being uh, that Cedric Wilson and Amari Cooper aren't there. So I'm going to go with Schultz also. Um, even though Knox, like, uh, you know, got Josh Allen there on broken plays. Knox does a very good job. He's able to find his way to the end zone. So he may get in the end zone a couple of more times. But I think overall, when it comes to catches and yards, um, when you stack all that up, he'll end up with more fantasy points. So I will agree with D on this one as well. I'll go Dalton Schultz. All right. Last one. Defense. Ravens versus Broncos. What would you say? I think the Broncos are a better defense in fantasy with the Ravens going to find ways terms. The Ravens defense going to force more turnovers to get more points. All right. All right. Uh, I'm on the other side. I think that Denver's going to get a lot of sack fumbles, uh, touchdowns, like I said, with DJ Jones and Randy Gregory over there on top of what they had before. Also, when you include a guy like Bradley Chubb, um, secondary Patrick Sertan, I'm, I'm talking interceptions, sacks, fumbles. I think that Denver's going to have all the goods this year where the Ravens, yeah, they're definitely a solid defense, but I don't think they're going to be a sack happy team unless they're blitzing like crazy, which they might do. That's certainly possible. But I feel like the safer bet for me is Denver with the players they got. 
All right. Okay. <laughs> Defense isn't right something here. that's. Yeah, I like that. That was a really good job. Nikki, defense is something that's not so violent fantasy. So would you at least answer the last one? Who would you take? No, I'm not answering any of it. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. Oh, Lord in heaven. My gosh. I tried. I tried. You I tried. keep trying. I'm not, I'm not falling for this. No. <laughs> Don't feed the trolls. No, too I'm not smart. You're too I, small. He hosts, he hosts the show. I, listen, no, I, I don't know what's going on over here. You guys got notebooks, typing stuff. I could be on your phone. <laughs> I don't know. This is a competition. I have to like so, regain my title here. What thing? No. Oh, I hate he's cutting out right now. No, we're almost at the end. Don't cut out. Don't cut out. Come back to us. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, okay. You're so back. If you want to see Nikki's real strategy and see what she does, uh, we're going to be doing our draft on September 1st, and it'll be recorded, and it'll be put on the Real Deal with Damien Adams YouTube and also on the podcast page. You'll get to see the great Nikki and fancy action on there. Yes. She, yes. she won't be giving away any secrets. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. We know she's taking Saquon Barkley in the first round. That's all we know. That, oh that's. <laughs> yeah. She'll be playing. Yeah, yeah, I am actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, right. <laughs> not gonna happen. Not in a million years. Well, right. after we actually have our fantasy draft, that's when we'll go fantasy crazy. Because by that point, it won't make a freaking difference anymore. But Nikki, if you don't want to talk fantasy. No problem. We'll leave it out completely. I, I like doing this, you know, versus versus. Yeah, you like getting our ideas. You got this whole reverse psychology. You're not getting by me with I don't need your guys' ideas. I did just fine on my own. I did just fine before uh -huh. I met you guys. So, no, uh -huh. I don't need your ideas. Apparently, okay. You guys need mine, though. All right. Yeah. yeah apparently, we do. Uh -huh. Apparently, we do. Uh -huh. All right. We'll see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. If anybody wants, like, a behind the scenes of how this. <laughs> This dynamic works. You got it right here. That's pretty much how it goes. Oh, well, you will definitely love the podcast draft show that oh. he's going to put on. No doubt. No he, doubt. He does a, you know, it's not fair to him because he's got to regulate all of us. And, like, he somehow drafted his own team. And, <laughs> keep mind. and if you think the three of us are bad, wait till there's 12 all together. It's a lot. Yeah. That's why you see. That's why I like doing it on Yahoo. You just click, you pick commissioner. I don't have to do anything. That's why I like doing it that way. But it's a lot more fun doing a draft with everybody live around. I I, I love that. Yeah, you know, I even if we're all the, in the live states. drafts are a lot of fun. I wish we could all get in person and do it. That would be so awesome. Ooh, like ten, of us in ten different places. <laughs> <laughs> One year we're gonna have to meet up in like way ahead of time, like four or five months ahead of time. I'll have to like send out the invite and. Everybody, that'll be, be awesome to like video tape that. So one, maybe next year, maybe next year we'll be able to do that in person. Because so the cut, but we should plan something like that. We should plan something like that way ahead of time. That'd be a great idea. I remember I did it with um, guys at work. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Do you cut now? I did it with guys at work at, um, we had a big conference table. So we ordered a whole bunch of food and beers and everything. And we spent like four hours doing the draft and it was just it was so much fun. Love it. So yeah, being in person is great. It really Let's is. Do it. Can we do New Orleans? Oh. So I can Woo! check off Maybe my that would be, no. 
Yeah, New Orleans would be a great place to meet and, and you know, rent a, a hall. Yes. Sounds sick. I love it. I love it. I am I'm, down. I'm ready. Down. You know what? Let's do it because if we keep like the September 1st, 2nd, my birthday is September 3rd. We can celebrate my birthday. Oh, uh, draft. I can right. check off my food tour on my bucket list. New Orleans, <laughs> 2023, the podcast league in person. Let's do it. I will buy a fantasy voodoo doll of of Nikki, and I will. Every I week bet you will. Just boop, boop, boop. That's it. Poke holes in it. <laughs> oh man, uh, what a good time! I love it, Nikki. Thank you for taking uh, the brunt of my idiocracy over here, yeah. and uh, you gave it right back. You gave it right back. All right, but um, while you're not uh, keeping your secret fantasy notes from people, what are you telling people? What's going on? <laughs> Oh, my God. Lots of content. Lots of content going on. Of course, we got Housewives directly after this. Um, What else is going on? Look for me to cover Giants training camp. Uh, That's coming up next week. Also, I will be at FanFest. So if anybody wants to meet me in person, I will be there. And I am going to team up with the Giants Rush podcast. We're going to hand out some t-shirts, ask people if Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer. So if anybody will be at Giants Fan Fest on August 5th, I will be there. Oh, I wish I was there just to disagree. (laughs) You know, I had enough. I've had enough for the week, which you guys, the New York, New Jersey pushed me over the edge. But hey, you know what? Come on, just come back out. (laughs) I love it. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, that sounds great. You got a lot of good stuff to look forward to. I love it. I love it. I just hope that the Giants follow it up with a good season for you. I will be rooting for you, I promise. And I mean that for, okay. it's the real deal. I mean it. And speaking of the real deal, you've been doing some beautiful things as well, my friend. What's uh, What should the people be looking out for? Uh, thank you so much. I definitely apologize for all the technical difficulty today. Uh, but <laughs> Uh, my podcast, yeah, my podcast is called The Real Deal with Damian Adams. I just recorded an episode today. So if you want to go ahead and subscribe and listen to the episode, I talk about my trip to New York. I explain why New York City is both the best and worst place in the world at the same time. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I talk the about only that place I can claim that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. Uh, but a lot of great stories from that trip. I talk about that, of course, talk about meeting Nikki in person for the first time. Uh, and also, I mentioned earlier, I throw a little real deal bets in there, a little full season bets that you should look at for the NFL season, like Dak Prescott leading the league in passing yards at plus 1,100. Or you can, if you think a team's going to go 0-17, it's plus 600. Maybe one team could do that. It's really hard to go 0-17, though, but maybe a team could do that for you at plus 600. Uh, <laughs> The worst record in the league. There's a few teams there that you can throw in there that are good picks. So I give you a, a few good bets there. Also go over the Madden rankings for quarterbacks on this last episode. So go check it out. Pretty good episode. Uh, follow me on social media at the Real Deal WDA. Real Deal bets will be coming back very very soon. So I'll be dropping jewels on that about NFL and boxing, of course NBA down the line a couple months from now on those bets as well. And yeah, just keep that good content in your life. So subscribe to the podcast, a 33podcast.com, of course. We'll be having more articles come as more writers join. Yeah. But just keep that good content in your life and go ahead and listen to my podcast after you finish this one. Yeah. No doubt. When I, I hope that, the lift story is on there, D, because that was 
You're like, oh God, we got in a lift. He's like about to drive over the median, cursing people out. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, the lift story is definitely in the podcast for sure. Oh gosh, that's great. I got. I wish I had time this morning because when I when I popped up the podcast, um, I saw Damien's was right there the first. I'm like, oh, I got to listen to this, and I got a phone call like three seconds after, so I couldn't even listen to the damn thing. Mm -hmm. But you bet your butt I will be listening to it. Um, speaking of listening to some uh, podcasts, yeah, last night we had the Power 32 podcast. The General Mike Patton uh, joined me and uh, uh, Chris Wilson as well from um, excuse me, from uh, Fansided with the uh, San Francisco 49ers. is actually um, 2019 Fansided uh, Fantasy Writer of the Year. So we had a great 49ers preview last night going over the entire season, the players, what we think is going to happen, what we need to work on. It was great. So check it out, the Power 32 podcast. Uh, that was great last night. I had a lot of fun. Uh, third and three on every week. And as a matter of fact, after this, a little bit late for me as the old man's bedtime, but at 10 o'clock Eastern time, I'm going to be on with Tyler McGurk, and we're doing a little 49ers preview with him over there. Um, he's with uh, Fat Boy Fadeaway and the I Am Him podcast. So I'm going to be on there. I'm doing a lot of 49ers previews. So I am way up on that, and I'm ready to go for another round tonight. So I'll be doing that. Looking forward to it. I'm sure his podcast will be coming out shortly. And uh, if you didn't hear the live version of this one, I hope you enjoyed it on the rerun. And, uh, yeah, tell your friends about it and hook us up with that five-star rating because you know what? We deserve it. We love you. We appreciate you. And uh, We're out for now, yeah, I'll, oh. his with doing the Saints, uh, I'll be doing the Saints one for his podcast as well. So I'll be on there. That's right. Yeah, I'm doing the Giants one. So He told me. He said he's, he had to get the whole fam in. Yeah, he had to get us all in. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And Tuesday, I will be back on Giants Rush podcast because I was such a hit. So we're going to talk. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> we're going to talk be real. training camp. And um, what else are we going to talk about? Oh, well, a little bit of game prediction. So if you guys oh. are around, it'll be 8 o'clock. We're just going to jump into the Giants. You know what it was? I was kind of calm, believe it or not, on the first time because I don't really know those guys. And then they said, would you draft Kenny Galladay? And I, like a rant came out and they were like, oh, <laughs> where did this come from? And then it just kind of like snowballed. And it was like, oh, well, what else can we say to trigger you? I was like, well, listen, a lot. So. Wow. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. So, oh, I love but, it. We should have started the show with this. So I was like, well, listen, my co-hosts are used to this. I don't know you guys like that yet. But <laughs> right. Yeah, you got to know your audience, right? Be careful first of what's going on. No doubt. I love it. I love it. Yep. So many previews of our teams coming up. People are coming after us all the way. I was on with uh, Coach Couch uh, just last week, uh, Chris Powell, who did another great job. Guy's awesome. So it was great to be back on the show with him. It had been, been a while. So, hey, guys, you know, if we're available, We'll be there for you. We love it. We love our football talk. We love our team. And we'll be back next Wednesday to talk more NFL, the AFC East. And we got a guest coming on, Nikki, right? We do. Our brand new writer uh, who's joined Third and Three Podcasts, uh, Mike. And he's also interns um, at Jersey Sporting News. So I am super excited to have him on. Um, he disagreed with our Josh Allen quarterback ranking. So he would like Ooh. to come on and... You know, take us on. Tell us why Josh okay. Allen should be number one. So I am looking forward to having him on. All right. I hope he knows who he's messing with when he comes I to you. Know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Oh, man. Great time, guys. Love it. Beautiful. Third and three podcasts. Again, we will be back next week. But enjoy all the banter in between. We'll see you later. Bye.
Take it easy. Take care and comb your hair.